This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Hey guys, welcome to another edition of the Talking Metal Podcast. My name is Mark Striegel, and on this episode of the show, we have the one and only Frank Bello from one of my favorite bands of all time, Anthrax. And, you know, as a kid, I loved these band, this band. I, I really just wore out the grooves on the old vinyl. One of the first CDs I ever bought was Persistence of Time. I had a, a, a boombox CD player. It had a, a cassette player on it and a CD player. I bought Houses of the Holy by Zeppelin. I bought Persistence of Time by Anthrax. I'm trying to think what some of my other super early CDs were. I remember buying 1999, which I hadn't had. I'd been a Prince fan all throughout you know, the, the mid to late 80s and... Uh, I remember buying 1999, it was probably like 1988-89 when I bought that record. Uh, great record, still love that record. Anyways, three of the early ones. Uh, and then for some reason I had like, um, No Prayer for the Dying, I'm not sure when that came out, but that was definitely one of my earlier CDs too. The Maiden record, No Prayer for the Dying. Ah, good stuff. And when I bought one of my early CD players, it was a demo model that I bought off the floor at, uh, at one of the, uh, the, the stores at uh, the Quaker Bridge Mall. And they left a Steely Dan CD in it. So that was one of my first two. Uh, I didn't actually care for Steely Dan that much, uh, but I learned to like them because I had their best of by accident there you go anyways anthrax just a great band again initially started listening to them on the vinyl side of things and still have some of those old vinyl records by anthrax which i just still love to this very day and the thing about anthrax that just cracks me up is that scott ian 
and Frank Bello. I don't know about the other guys. They might kind of recognize me or something, but those two guys for sure know who I am. And uh, it just cracks me up that that uh, here, these guys I used to read about in magazines and just worship as a, as a no pun intended, as a kid, um, two of them actually know who I am. And Frank Bello, what, what a class act. What a great guy. Always a pleasure to talk with him. So without further ado, without... Any more of my rambling, I want to get into this interview with Frank Bello. But but before I do that, let's just mention this great festival that's that's hit in New Jersey. It's insanely good. This is a destination festival. You should be flying in from wherever the hell you are for this festival. It is great. It goes Friday through Saturday. I'm actually going to miss the Friday night show uh, that Judas Priestess is playing and Don Jameson's doing some stand-up at Sadly, because I have Robert Plant tickets uh, in the city, uh, ticket singular, I'm going by myself. So I, sorry about that. But I will be at the 19th and 20th shows for the Food Truck and Rock Carnival in New Jersey. Slash headlines the show on the, the 19th. Black Label Society also playing Skid Row, Pop Evil, Puddle of Mud, Kicks, a lot of talking metal-friendly bands on uh, on this bill. Faster Pussycat, Edgar Casey, a great old-school New, Jer- New Jersey band who I used to go see way, way back in the day. And on Sunday, oh, I can't wait for Sunday, man. Stone Temple Pilots, Clutch, Anthrax, Slaughter, L.A. Guns, Lita Ford, T.T. Quick, Prophet, another old-school Jersey band. I'm going to be in heaven, Crowbot, and then... Uh, a Q&A with my favorite DJ of all time, Eddie Trunk. Wow. Uh, it's going to be great. Plus, craft beer. I'm a big craft beer guy. So uh, expect to see a slightly buzzed Mark Striegel walking around the, the grounds on September 20th at the Food Truck and Rock Carnival. It's going to be awesome. Hope to see you there, guys. Here is some new anthrax. This comes off of the... Catch the Throne album, the mixtape volume two, put out by HBO in honor of the Game of Thrones TV series. And Anthrax do a great job with this song. I don't know how to pronounce this song, so I'm not even going to try. I don't know how to pronounce the name of it. But it is a great song, and we're going to play you just a little bit of it, and we encourage you to go buy the whole thing on iTunes, the the whole track. And after we hear this, we will hear from... Frank Bello of Anthrax.
Hey, this is Mark Striegel of Talking Metal, and on the line, checking in with us, once again, we have the great Frank Bellow of Anthrax. How are you, Frank? I'm doing well, Mark. How are you doing? I'm great, man. I'm totally excited to see you guys right here in my home state in uh, New Jersey on September Ooh. 20th, a kind of a, a special show for, for me and for you guys. We're, we're all going to be there partying together, and you guys are going to play for us. It is the Food Truck and Rock Carnival. So many great bands, including, of course, Anthrax. Uh, what, what do you think? What are you expecting from this festival? It's kind of a unique thing. Well, think about this, man. We're starting a tour. Uh, with Motorhead, I start next Friday, uh, and uh, for for a couple of weeks before we do Motorboat, and we go to Japan, and then we go to Europe with Slayer, and but, so this is very much the beginning of getting out of the studio, which we've just done, and moving on to the next cycle, which is great. So when you say we're playing this show where there's food trucks to begin with, right off the bat, I'm I'm a glutton. I love all that stuff. So right I don't know. I have to find out what time set time is because you know where I'll be before that. It's yeah. all about just checking out different foods, and because I love all that stuff. So I've never even I thought about that. What a great idea! What yeah. a great idea, man! Yeah, it is a great idea, and they're going to also have all sorts of craft beer samplings you can take part in. So that sounds great. And uh, dude, I'm a sampler. I'm a sampler. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about it, man. I'm ready to rock. Right on. Well, hey, you mentioned you were you were uh, wrapping up stuff in the studio. I mean, are you near completion on the new record at this point? You know. You know what's great, Mark? You know what the, the fun part is? And now we're in this mixing mode of the record. You know, you write a record, you, there's a lot of, you know, hard work, and there's a lot of everything going on, emotion, all that good stuff that gets the songs where they have to be. You nitpick, and we've purposely taken our time with this record because thankfully from the um, reception and, and the success of worship music, uh, we're humbled and, and just we feel really fortunate to be in a position that people are saying, that Anthrax is back in with, with a vengeance, and we truly feel like we are. So we really wanted to take our time with the record and make sure it was the right record. And I think, I think it is the right record. If you like worship, this is the next level. And I, I'm not a salesman with this stuff. I, I'm a fan of this music. I have to say this because I can't wait to play these songs. Um, I mean, I, I honestly can't. I've been jamming these the newest songs just in my living room. I can't wait to play them live because there's so much energy and such such great ripping and and the vocals. It's just all of the above. If you like the last work, the last work that we did with worship, you're gonna love this. I'm so stoked on this. Awesome, awesome. And and so it really you're saying. I think Charlie said the same thing. It's kind of taking stuff to the next level. And what what, what do you mean by that? Taking stuff to the next uh, level. I'll put it into perspective, and this is the truth. Well, as I was doing my bass, you know, we were writing the record and all that stuff, and you jamming and stuff. And this is how I know the riffing. I'm just saying the challenging riffing on this on this record. Um, uh, Scott and I at one time were jamming one of one of the songs, and both of us were shaking like just to take like put blood back into our hands and shaking our hands. Wow, that's a pain in the ass. But it was so good, you had to have more. You know what I mean? It's one of those things that makes you want to. For me as a bass player, it makes me want to play. That, that's me. That's my ultimate compliment. It's like wow, I want to play this. And I, I know I, I'm in the band. Blah blah blah. I know I, I, I have to hype the record, but I'm just being a fan. I'm just being a fan. I am genuinely stoked to see where I think we tap, we're tapped into something really great with our writing right now. Uh, it's something we haven't really touched yet. I mean, we've done a lot of great records, but I think we're in, when we say new level, I think this is the next level to worship, man. I really feel like that. How many songs are we looking at? Oh, man, we have a bunch of them. The hard part is, um, God, I think we wrote 18 songs for this record. 
But you know what? We're gonna. I'm pretty sure we're gonna put ten to eleven. It's gonna be a hard one to to choose. But uh, like I said, man, this, there was a lot of a lot of creating going on, and uh, some really good some really good vibes. And, and I, I, it's really fun hearing the mixes. Like our producer Jay Ruffin is now sending us mixes of of the record and, and getting our thoughts and our on our input and what we need, what we don't need. Uh, and this is the, the payoff. It's, it's, it's all comes to fruition. It's like, wow, I can't wait to play this song live. Make people hear this and, and hopefully feel like the way I do about them. So it's that payoff time. So it's kind of cool. Cool. And have you guys come up with a name for the record yet? Yeah, we're bouncing around some names. We're going to, we're going to keep it to ourselves until okay. it's time, but, um, it's really, everybody will be happy. <laughs> Every, you know, everybody's going to be stoked just because it's like, okay, wow, that's different. You know, it, cool. it, it follows along the record. Now, I know the there was the one song, I have trouble pronouncing it, maybe you can help me with that, from the uh, the Game of Thrones mixtape. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me ask you something. Do you watch Game of Thrones? I do. I love it. I love it. So, wow. So, I mean, it, it's such an influence, uh, it's such a, a, um, uh, an influence to this band. And when they asked us to do, to do a song for them, it made absolute sense to do it. Did you, did you, well, I'll talk, I'll talk nerd time for a, little, for a little bit here. Did you like where it went at the last show? Uh, I did, I did, um, you know, and, and spoiler alert to our listeners, you know. Yeah, I don't want to say it. I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to say it. But, but, you know, there's this, uh, main character, Jon Snow, who uh, appears to have been murdered in in the final frames of the, the, the last episode. And I mean, it's like people are, are online, are speculating, is he dead? Is he, is, is he going to come back? Is that, you know, that, that devil firewoman chick going to bring him back? somehow i mean there's all these theories that go on which is a you know so much fun a big fun part of the show to to kind of try totally. to figure out what what's where it's going to go next and i i guess now you know with the books we're up to a point where the show is actually starting to surpass where the books have have uh, gone story wise so yes yeah. no one knows what's your theory on john snow my, my theory is somehow he's going to come back that and i, I hate the spoiler alert all that all that stuff i'm sorry if this is my theory is, and look, if this is me partially as a fan, I haven't read the books, but as, as, as a fan, just where the show is going, uh, and I, I just want to see that character back. I don't, it wasn't time. You know what I mean? It wasn't time. And that's what I was as I saw that happening, and I know, I know it's throwing into a Game of Thrones, um, interview now, but I, I just have to say this. I know, I, as I saw it happening, I said, this can happen. This has to have some, a follow up. And that's all I kept saying. There's got to be some kind of follow-up because this is too – no. Just, I just said no. But we'll see. But as far as, far as um, you know, it's great because the creator um, of that show is, is, is an Anthrax fan. We, he made us go to the set. He set us up to, uh, to go to when we played Ireland. He not only came to the show, but they gave us an, an amazing – dude, and I'm saying that you're a fan. You understand this. He put us, they, they let us on the sets of everything, of everything there, and it was just drool. Right, <laughs> so wow. Charlie Scott and I, we were just literally drooling. It's like, oh, my God, and this is where this happened, and this is where this happened. It was so cool, man. So I, I just wish everybody can get a little taste of that. It was a yeah, really cool awesome. thing to do, you know? It reminds me, I have photos of when you guys, uh, we got you guys into the, the Battlestar Galactica set way back when. Oh, dude. Another great really show. That. Yeah. I mean, that, that's another show that should come back with a full cast, the same cast, 
just an incredible show that I still watch those. I still watch those DVDs. I still love them. Right on, right on. Hey, I, I wanted to ask you. I know you got these these dates coming up with Motorhead, and uh, yeah. I know you know we're both such big Motorhead fans. I, we even jammed a Motorhead song together once. This is true. The uh, are, are you at all concerned about the reports we're getting over the last few days about you know Lemmy not finishing the sets? Uh, apparently, tonight's show has been canceled. Uh, I didn't you know, know tonight's show. Wow, I, that's breaking yeah. news to me because I didn't know tonight. I'm sorry to hear that. Wow. Okay. Yeah, and and of course we love Anthrax, we love Motorhead. We just want to see you guys out on on tour together. Uh, is there any concern on your part? Well, there's always concern. I, I mean, look, at, at the end of the day, we're all huge uh, Lemmy fans. Of course, we'll die hard made, uh, Lemmy and, and Motorhead fans. And you know, we've become close with us. We've done a lot of touring with Motorhead where, to the fact where we're all family. We're very much a family when we tour, and we, the crew, the bands. We hang out all the time when we're on tour. It's, it's, it's very much a family kind of vibe. So I, I'm always concerned. But um, I did hear he wasn't feeling, Lemmy wasn't feeling well. Uh, we played Denver last week with them, and the altitude was getting to him. Uh, with, with, you know, because it's, it's thin air, it's, it's hard to breathe. And uh, that's that's just what I've heard. But I, I didn't know about tonight. I'm hoping he feels better. Yeah, I guess, he, it, I guess it was last yeah. night or two nights ago he, he didn't make it through the set again. And then uh, oh. I heard tonight was, was canceled. So uh, well, yeah, we'll I, see. Hopefully I, he can get some rest before he's out absolutely, on, on the road with you Absolutely, because, you know, I'm really hoping that we can uh, do the tour and uh, it all works. Because, um, I mean, let me, he'll, he'll fight the good fight, though, I'll tell you that much. So uh, I I, uh, I wish him the best. He's he's just awesome in every way. You know, when you guys were on that metal show uh, earlier this year, there was discussion about um, you know some of the the uh, the the early hip hop rap stuff you did uh and you combined it with rock you guys were one of the the first bands to ever do that um, even before. I'm trying to think. Before Public Enemy, you did it with that other. What was that other band? You guys, uh, UTFO or something? Oh, UTFO. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was just a day, a, a kind of day thing. It was really quick in the in the studio in Queens. Uh, but you know, the Public Enemy was pretty. The Public Enemy thing was pretty. Uh, is pretty intense. Uh, uh, that was one of the highlights of of, of, of my personal uh, career. I said, "Wow, this is this is breaking." A lot of boundaries. This is this is just a lot of walls down, and they say it can't be done, so we're going to do it. So I, I just, I really, as a member of Anthrax, I felt really great about that. Absolutely, it's just amazing, groundbreaking stuff, and and it went on, and, and some people point to that that's that song even specifically as as kind of launching this whole genre that took place in in the '90s, which kind of got uh, labeled as new metal and i was just wondering when you view some of the quote-unquote new metal bands be it lincoln park you know corn and and some of the others how, how do you view those bands were you a fan of any of those bands um corn i was i was especially the first two records uh and i still think they're great but um and lincoln park have their thing going you know there's nothing bad to say about anybody because look if they're, they're doing something right because it's, it's successful so i would never say anything bad about anybody it doesn't make sense Right. I want to see this. I want to see this rock movement go above where it, where it should to where it should be back to. I, I mean, it's definitely taking the back seat to a lot of other music right now. And so, I want to see everybody achieve. That's just the way I feel about rock. Is I I miss it being at the forefront of all music right now. And 
and there's no MTV, there's nothing, there's nothing, there's no radio. Um, so the way I look at it, it's very much un- rock and roll, metal, whatever you want to call it, all of the above is very much underground. Right. So I, I want to see it rising. It will rise. There'll be one band that comes out like Guns N' Roses did years ago and, and just break down all the walls again. It'll happen. It'll definitely happen, and, and, uh, and I welcome it. Yeah, yeah it, I, it, I, I love it. It's it's like you said. It's not just metal. I mean, the VMAs the other day there were there were very few, if any, performances where you actually saw people playing guitars. You know, which is very it's a sad state of of music Dude, to me. I, I haven't watched any of that stuff in forever because somebody show me where is the music? Where is the music? And and look, you could say, yeah, he's been in the metal band for all these. I don't give a shit. I'm still a musician. I'm still a songwriter. It's it's like what happened. These corporations, is that what, that's a corporation kind of vibe that their favorite people get to perform or whatever they do on there. I don't even, I could never watch that. It, it makes me ill when I even think of it. Um, it's just a sad state of where the music business is right now. I just don't understand a lot of machinery and a lot of lip syncing. God, how about grabbing a guitar and going out live? That, that's what I say. You know, and uh, I was just with my family uh, out at an amusement park and I saw so many younger kids you know teenagers early 20 somethings wearing t-shirts of bands of the past you know maiden even marilyn manson t-shirts like that that i saw saw these kids wearing do you think there's a a lack of uh interest in the younger bands for the younger kids like like 20 something bands maybe aren't uh breaking through to the the folks of their generation like they should well, let's put it in perspective. Look at these poor people have, look at these poor kids and starting up bands right now have as a music business. There is no music business. So there is nowhere to achieve anything. And I feel really bad for them. But what, what I do like is the rock and roll or whatever you want to call it, metal, whatever that mentality of never say die and keep going because it makes you feel good, do this stuff. That's what we all started this whole, this whole thing with. So I think there is an underground kind of vibe going to it. And I think, like, in cycles, life is cycles. I guess, I guess after a while, you live long enough and you see life is cycles. It'll come around again, man. It just takes its time. And when it's time, one of these, one of these young bands are going to come, which I love, because I love when, I love a good song, man. I don't care who wrote it. Yeah, one of these young bands, one of these, one of these young bands are going to write a great record. Like that Guns N' Roses Appetite for Destruction. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's just gonna it's gonna revolutionize. I'm hoping this, but I kind of I'm counting on it. So because it, it life is cycles, and that's just the way I feel about it. Cool. Well, we hope you're right, and uh, I hope I'm right too. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I have a lot of hope. And for the rock fans, especially the ones based in New Jersey, New York City, even the Philly area, this. Food Truck and Rock Carnival, which takes place September 17th through the 20th, is going to be absolutely insane. Slash, Three Days Grace, Black Label Society, Skid Row, King's X, Faster Pussycat, Godsmack, Stone Temple Pilots, Clutch, and of course Anthrax. I will be there. I can't wait to see you guys. Hopefully I'll get a chance to say hello to you, Frank. Dude, you got to come back for a shot. Come back and have a shot. No doubt. Let's do it. Cool. Do it, man. I'm there. I'll be there. You come back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll see you on the 20th. In All right, bro. Have a good one, huh? New Jersey. Yeah, thanks, Frank. We'll talk soon. Bye. Bye.
you just heard was Madhouse, one of my favorite Anthrax songs. Love it. Guys, it's been a pleasure hanging with you today. Support Talking Metal. Go buy a t-shirt in our merch section on TalkingMetal.com. If you see me at the Food Truck and Rock Carnival, be sure to say hi. I got a lot of shows coming up. Robert Plant, I mentioned. Ghost, I'll be at. Chris Cornell, I'm checking out in New Jersey. If you ever see me at a show, definitely come up and say hello. If you ever run into one of these artists, Frank Bello, for example, you know that I interview on this podcast, be sure to let them know you heard their interview on Talking Metal, all right, and support the artists. We, uh, we interview and play here by going and, and buying their music legally. All right, dudes. This is, again, one of my first CDs, and this is the actual CD I'm, I'm ripping this uh, track off of. This is In My World. A dream.